Hello, welcome to the Honest War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. This is the Age of Sigmar Stat Center, where I look at all the event results from the weekend. I look at the lists, I talk about how they work, and I showcase the community. It's definitely also becoming a little bit of that, showcasing the community. Um, we have an event this weekend from Canada, Philippines, and England. Um, and why, while uh, the lists and how they work is super important, and something I'm always going to cover on the Stat Center show, and I'm backed up by the stats on the T-Sports Stat Center, which you can find on the honestwargamer.com, if you go and click the links and also thanks to Robin Ziggy for producing that. I love showcasing the communities. So if you are going to hold an event in the next few weeks or months, uh, make sure you take loads of photos, either put them online or send them to us at The Honest Wargamer uh, so we can check them out because love to see, uh, like to get a picture of what those events are like, which would be great. Thanks for joining us. Let's go look at the lists. The first event that we're going to look at is the Wilhammer AOS GT, organized by Peter Holland, uh, and it was held here at the uh, at this gaming venue, I think behind the fence, so um, that's what it is. We had 36 players playing, and we only had one 5-0, and it was won by the lovely Mr. Christian Moore, and he was running Soul Black Gravelords, and... He was running it in the sub-faction Legion of Blood. He had a Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, and if you listened to the show last week, where we talked about Soul Blood Grave Lords a lot, um, it has a great melee profile and has got the ability to heal a lot thanks to its The Hunger ability on its War Scroll, up to six wounds each combat phase. That obviously doesn't include things like Heroic Recovery, so you can have a very survivable character. It has the artifact Cloak of Mists and Shadows, so it has a three-up uh, ethereal save so you can't rend it so it always has a three up save but you also can't turn it into a two up save and then it's got the spell flaming weapon and it's got the command trait do minions which picks three non-hero or monster units on the battlefield and then everyone in your army gets to hit it on twos doesn't get plus one to hit gets to hit it on twos uh so there we go uh uh, so it's just a really comp fighty character that's very survivable thanks to its three up ethereal, its six up ward save, um, and its uh, and its ability to heal six every time. Uh, and then another vampire on zombie dragon. Um, this time uh, comboed with Neferata. Neferata can cast a spell on that Vampire on Zombie Dragon, which makes it ethereal, but you do get to add plus one to its save. So it can be on a two-up unrendable save. Again, it can heal thanks to the hunger and also has a ward save because it's a soul like Gravelord's unit. Then finally, Neferata, as we just talked about, has got a spell which makes it so that... Um, uh, it makes it so that you can uh, ignore rend. And in addition... Uh, she also has Prisoner Grief, which means that you can't land uh, with... Oh, no, that's OBR. I'm not sure what Prisoner Grief is, and it doesn't really matter, but I'm sure it's important. Three units of 10 Deathrock Skeletons. Um, they're really good. Uh, their recursion rate is massive. Uh, Deathrock Skeletons are something you should put on the board. They're super fun, uh, especially for you using them. They effectively have a four-up rally at the beginning of each combat phase with does that doesn't cost a CP. Yikes, but also yikes. And then 10 Blood Knights um uh, in the list as well now this is another good uh unit uh oh because blood knights not black knights yeah they're vampires they're really fighty they're great on the charge they've got a three up armor save and if you cast nephrata spell on them they can have a three up or two up with mystic shield unrendable save on 30 wounds with also a ward save very 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 good um uh, don't forget also uh, the Vampire Lords because they're in Legion Blood get plus one to cast outside of uh, range and plus one attack in range. The Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon can use a heroic action to ignore ward saves when it does charge in as well. So no ward saves for you, only for that unit, but uh, that's pretty good as well. Still looking for an FAQ on uh, Doom Minions. It'll be fun to see that happen. 
Shout out to Christian. I think this is one of his few 5-0s, but not his first 5-0. He's um, a really nice guy, uh, and I'm super happy he got the 5-0. So congrats to him. And it's going to blow your mind. They're both playing Sylvanet, and then they're both playing Oakenbrow. So Oakenbrow bros high-fiving, which is pretty cool. you love to see it. Um, they, they didn't leaf any wins for anyone else. <laughs> Owen Jackson uh, was running a Carriage and Overlords, um, and then Baz Norman Jr. was running the Techless Sentinel Castle. Um, so uh, congratulations to all those guys. We'll look at the list in detail a little bit. We'll talk about Owens just for a second before we move on, just because it's here. Oh, no, the Techless Castle is obviously Techless, a Cathalar in uh, Helon with 40 sentinels and 10 wardens and a cheeky a cheeky unit of life takers there's the spice mixes it up congratulations to baz uh super proud of you uh and then owen's iron uh carriage and overlord so he's running him a barrack er baz which means he gets to take an art an extra article that's your allegiance ability or sub faction ability for er baz and your allegiance ability is literally the article so you're taking a sub-faction to get more allegiance abilities. Kind of makes sense. And he's taking Settle the Grudges and Honor is Everything, which means he gets plus one to wound against another target uh, in the enemy army. Uh, his whole army does. And then um, you get uh, Rally on a 4+, plus, uh, which is still super good, obviously. Uh, returning five Thunderers is, is great. Uh, he's got an Arcanaut Admiral, an Arcanaut Admiral, a Chemist. Uh, sorry, two Chemists, a Navigator, and a Code Right. Code Right for generating all those extra CP. Voidstone Orb as an artifact for an auto-unbind once per game. He's got a spell in a bottle on the other chemist, which we'll talk about in a minute. He's got the Admiral with the X Grunstrock ability. Um, and what that does, that means that you can take uh, Thunderers as battle line. And that means that his two units of 15 Thunderers uh, can be reinforced from 5 up to 15. And he's got two units of 15. Also meaning he doesn't have to play any battle line tax, which is super smart and efficient in points building. And then a unit of 10 Arcanaut Company. Then he's got an Ironclad, the second worst or second best boat out of all of the um, uh, the Carriage and Overlords boats. Let's quickly talk about that. Uh, Gyrocopter, uh, the Deliveroo um, scooter of the uh, Carriage and Overlords, although not even in Carriage and Overlords. So in Carriage and Overlords, bottom tier, Gunstruck, Gun Hauler. Uh, this is uh, an electric uh, like motorbike or something, um, probably powered by like... It's just not good. It's just not good. Uh, in B... Uh, you've got the Ironclad, which is like the family van of the Carriage and Overlords. Uh, it's big, it's bulky. I mean, it, it does its job and it's useful, but ultimately it's not as beautiful as the sleek and most powerful uh, frigate. Uh, uh, like, just super cute. Uh, super cute, super lovely. And the Gyro Bomber is not here. It's currently MIA. So uh, the frigate, obviously the best looking one. Uh, anyway, uh, the important part is is this is an army that bridges over because the Endless Spell, the um, uh, the Soul Screen Bridge is in this list as well. Bridges over 15 uh, Thunderers, moves 15 Thunderers over uh, with the Ironclad, shoots everything and all the guns and murders as many people as possible. Absolutely legit. Uh, super legit. So, well done to Owen. Go 4-1. And then we've got two... Uh, two, two um, uh, 4-1 Oakenbrow lists and talk about them both. Oakenbrow means that the uh, tree the tree lords or any of the kind of big tree constructs in the Sylvaneth army are going to fight a top bracket unless they've taken they're down to their very last wound um, which is very very good makes them very effective. Uh, tree Lord Ancient for putting out a forest which means you can teleport somewhere on the board which is really useful for them as an army. Dreitcher, uh making it into a lot of lists at the moment like very useful especially for dishing out mortal wounds Warsong Revenant in every list as a general with a spell singer being able to cast through trees which combos really nicely with the Tree Lord Ancient um, 
Uh, and then it's got the uh, aspect of the champion, fueled by Gurish Rage, which means you can come back to life after you've been slain, or you stay alive after you've been slain. Um, and actually, I think on the Warsong Revenant is amazing. Uh, Battle Mage uh, from the Cities of Sigmar with Wild Form, uh, which does mean that you get plus two to charge and move. Uh, actually, um, really interesting with Cities of Sigmar coming up in the, the summer, uh, it's going to be a really rough time for Sylvaneth because they've been relying on that Battle Mage for a long time. Um, and so that going away, most likely, in the new Cities of Sigmar book is going to be pretty huge. Spirit of Durthu with a Greenwood Gladius, Greenwood Gladius that adds D3 attacks to Spirit of Durthu's attacks. And because Durthu is in Oakenbrow, it means that you are like, it's going to be fighting at max damage for most of the game, which is very solid. And then there are two units of Tree Lords uh, in here, their battle line in Oakenbrow, and a Dryad unit as well, and Spice Swarm Hive. So teleport, fight, shoot, fight, stomp, fight, last, fight. It's all pretty good. And don't forget, you get plus one rend. Um, you get plus one rend from the spell that you can cast through the trees as well uh, on all of those attacks. So you get some very fighty units, which are very difficult to kill with lots of healing, um, which I think is very good. And then finally, uh, the other Sylvaneth list is similar. Durthu with the Gladius, Warsong Rev, Tree Lord Ancient, and the Battle Mage. But this has got three units of Tree Lords as battle line. Doesn't have Dreitcher in the list, but does have Scathe's Wild Hunt. Uh, so you're going to be able to cast um, plus one to wound uh, in on the army as well. Uh, Chronomantic Cogs to reroll the casts instead. Kind of makes a lot of sense when some of those uh, spells are very valuable. Um, but losing Dreitcher. Uh, but both of them went 4-1. Congratulations to everyone at the event. Hope you had a lovely time. Uh, on to the next. Our next event is in Canada. At the CTC Age of Sigmar Championship, uh, it had 22 players playing and it was being organized by Joseph Maidema. Uh, and it was being held here at the Ridu Curling Club, um, <laughs> uh, which looks good, in Ontario. Uh, now, our winner at the event uh, was using Fire Slayers for all the Fire Slayer fans out there. And it was Etienne Tremblay-Gouin, if I've got that correct. Uh, and he was running Fire Slayers in the Vorstrag, so that's plus one to hit, plus one to wound for um, uh, Volkites that charge. Two Flame Keepers, an Auric Rune Father on Magmadroth, and then a Rune Son, a Rune Master, uh, and then 15 Hearthguard Berserkers, Galician Veterans, Warlord, Commander Entourage. Commander Entourage, so good in Fire Slayers, uh, in my personal opinion. Uh, and then also Galician Veterans, useful as well for those. I mean, there's not much to say. Great board presence, moving to the bid board. Um, Loads of really good um, uh, units like the Battlesmith for the 4 plus rally uh, and Fueled by Gurish Raid so that it doesn't die. Um, uh, supporting that front line of infantry that's very difficult to get rid of. If you do kill any of them, the Flame Keepers tick up um, because they've got the ability to uh, get bonuses if models die within range of them. And then they have a bunch of like fighting your opponent's hero phase plus one damage, which is really good. So um, everything about them works in line and works well. Super good army and great, and well done to you for winning the event. Uh, in the four-one bracket, we've got Patrick East. Uh, Patrick East running Flesh Eater Courts, and uh, that Flesh Eater Courts army contained two units of nine Crypt Horrors. Obviously, the trick there is always pile as many attacks on as you can, run them up the board, and then pile in and attack twice. And then a Vampire Lord, uh, sorry, Ghoul King on Terrorgeist uh, as the backup. Uh, Jason Sparks and Guilliam Berger. Uh, Jason Sparks was running a Sons of Behemoth Breaker Tribe army with two Gatebreakers, 
three man crushes and a cron spine incarnate of Gur. And then uh, we had Gilim uh, was running the Skaven army with a Claude, Grace here, Thanquall in the boat, Warlock Engineer, Arch Warlock, Clan Rats, Doom Wheel, Rattling Guns, and a Warp Fire Thrower. Skaven army doesn't really work other than the way it works, if that makes sense. There's not really there's no real need to explain how, how it works. You screen out with the Clan Rats, you do some shooting with the, uh, the Doom Wheels, the Rattling Guns, uh, you cast a bunch of spells, and then you try to charge with the Storm Vermin. Um, on a double, they're in a real tough spot because they don't really have a unit that can hold the line. Uh, but they do have a lot of output when they get the chance to do a lot of output, which is super cool. Shout out to everyone in Canada. I hope you had a lovely time at the event. Our next event is really exciting because it's one of our smaller communities from our smaller communities around the world in the Philippines. From the Estancia Mall, or Estancia Mall, sorry, in Pasig City. Uh, we did, uh, the organizers, so the Wartilio guys, um, organizers did send us a bunch of pictures, which is super lovely. If you're watching this back as a podcast, you can't see. But it's a small little community of people uh, with one guy's wearing a mushroom hat, which is obviously the best as he's playing Gits. Uh, so we found our Nathan of the Philippines. Um, they were playing it in the middle of a mall, which is also really cool as well. So if you imagine in the middle of a strip mall, so not in a shop, but in the middle, uh, where obviously passersby were going past, uh, which I think is actually very, very fun and very cool. Um, and actually might be a really clever place to try to hold smaller events because a lot of malls and or shopping centers are dying at the moment. Uh, so they might have a bunch of space free to rent or very cheap to rent, which is fun. We've got a bunch of different pictures. There's our champ uh, and the champs did get um, a big belt as a trophy which actually i think is a legit prize so inspiring in fact that i might actually try and get them organized for my events here at the arena which is pretty good uh here's our mushroom hat guy uh, which is super cute and a bunch of pictures and videos uh and you love to see it so if you are um show throw some love their way if you get the chance uh but thank you very much for sending pictures if you do if you are running an event uh, somewhere in the world and you want to send us some pictures of what that event is like i would love that just stick them in a google folder and send me the link um super super awesome to see like i feel like really connected to the players now that i've got to see them like i get to see the pictures of them all playing which is just wonderful so more of this um massive fan if we're talking about the actual lists uh our first place player carlo zamora uh, going for one uh, it was running Disciples of Ancient Guild of Summoners, which means it, it costs you nine points to summon your first Lord of Change, 18 for your second, uh, which is not too difficult to get a bunch of um, points, summoning points to do that. You get summoning points by casting spells or your opponent casting spells. You've got Kairos Fate Weaver, a Magister, and an Ogroid Thermitage in the list. The Magister is uh, bonded to the Cronspine Incarnate, and using Destiny Dice, you can kill your own Magister so that the Cronspine Incarnate can then do two things can have run and charge plus one to hit but also can then eat your spells so you can cast spells for your own incarnate to eat and then level up to level three making it basically unkillable uh two units of 10 pink horrors each and a unit of caracacolites so really good on the primary really powerful in that crunchbine incarnate and then you're just going to keep adding more and more and more uh, Lords of Change into your army, and you've got a Battle Reg one drop, so you get the choice to go first. You love to see it. In second place is Sobrek Gravelords, Legion of Blood. Uh, <laughs> Vampolo Zombie Dragon with Doom Minions, Cloak of Mist and Shadows. Uh, Neferata, a Vampolo Necromancer, 10 Blood Knights, and some Death Rattle Skeletons uh, in a 30, a 10, and then 10 Dire Dwarves. So very much what we've seen previously. And I wouldn't normally do this, 
Um, but I want to shout out Nico Cavada in third place, uh, Carlo Bagapora in fourth place. Um, and I want to showcase that wicked picture um, of that belt that they could win. So shout out to everyone in the Philippines uh, and congratulations to all of you. I don't normally shout these out, but as you can see, um, I'm just going to talk about a team event that happened this weekend in Norway. Uh, half of the Norwegian team split itself up and played at the 2D6 Alliance event, uh, where they did have uh, 60, 14 teams of four battling it out, which is a pretty sizable event in Norway. Team events are really good. Obviously, we've got Age of Sigmar Worlds coming up. Um, we don't normally talk about those because the way the pairings is done is it means that you can construct those games and those matches a little bit easier. So they skew win rates, um, uh, so we don't include them in our stats or normally cover them uh, but it is nice to shout out some people that are playing some great warhammer over the weekend uh team odin uh, or gears team uh, won the event uh, and then uh trekant uh oh god trekant for martian uh also went 5-0 uh, both those two teams are by the way the uh, two halves of the norwegian worlds team who you'll see at worlds in a couple of weeks uh and then uh, so congratulations to both of those there are some pictures as well uh, here you can see this is gear if you want to go and check out any Norwegian uh, Warhammer. So there's a picture of the winning team having a great time uh, and just being great people. Norway Warhammer is great Warhammer. Love to see it. Uh, so glad for them. There was also another team event. 12 teams of five players battling it out for 60 players playing in Spain at the Gran Torneo Juan Dreyer GT de Muecchio. Uh, and it was won by Petre AOS. They did drop around round three. And DKHM, Al Polito, also uh, dropped around round three, but they got the bigger differential. So we're talking about this for a minute. Uh, shout out to Axio of Sigmar and Huerta del Batala as well. Uh, what do I mean by dropping around? Um, so when you're playing a team event, team of five, uh, your score goes gets added on to the rest of the other team's score to make the total score. And if your score beats the opposing team, you win. However... However, uh, importantly, if you get enough points uh, in all of your other rounds, and including even the round that you lose, because those points still count towards your total at the end of the event, then you will indeed end up winning the event. Um, so it's all about, even if you lose, losing well versus always just smashing it, which is important. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, so not many events this weekend, which is fine. A little bit quiet. Uh, a lot of the players around the world will be organising themselves, or tournament people will be organising themselves for the AOS World Team Championships, which is in a couple of weeks, which you will be able to watch live on the T-Sports Network. In fact, if you're watching the Ice War Gaming YouTube or listening to the podcast and haven't gone to the T-Sports Network YouTube, we have a bunch of interviews that I conducted this weekend with loads of players and organisers, or coaches and organisers, and team captains, so you you can listen to those um find out more about worlds and also don't forget we'll be doing live coverage of the event live from amsterdam um in a couple of weeks which you can again check out on the t-sports network youtube so do go check that out uh if you get the chance uh i super appreciate you tuning in i hope you enjoyed it today quite a weekend which is okay uh one of the big takeaways actually from uh, all of my interviews with all of those captains was that all of their communities were in their words exploding uh, Germany said their scene was exploding, Spain, Norway, 
uh, they're all like, our scenes are just exploding. We just had an event from the Philippines, which was awesome. Several of them jumped into the chat to say hello today, which I absolutely love. So if you are ever running an event somewhere in the world, please do take some photos and videos, just loading the Google Drive and then like find the, either the T-Sports Stat Center or me on Twitter at Six Die Skills uh, and get in contact with us and share them with us when you are running an event or when you've run an event. So I'd love to communicate and uh, connect with the community more. It's my favorite thing. That's why I do the Monday Stat Show. So send them pictures, send them videos and just have a great time wargaming. Thanks to everyone on the Wargamer Patreon. Couldn't do this show without you. And thanks to the Twitch chat for being awesome.